When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Michael Sestouli, and welcome to Cinemates, a podcast where a bunch of mates chat about cinema over some drinks. In this episode, I'm joined by Cinemates regulars Nick Stallone and Will Hancock. Together with Nick and Will, we discuss the first four episodes of the highly anticipated fantasy epic, The Lord of the Rings prequel, Rings of Power, starring Morford Clark, Robert Arameo, and Ismael Cruz Cordova. While drinking some Meriodoc Brandy Bucks Half Foots homebrews, we cover the amazing production value of the show, some of the characters we like so far, and our predictions of where the season is headed in the next four episodes. As always, make sure you're following Cinemates wherever you get your podcasts and leave a five-star review to support us. Now sit back and enjoy this episode of Cinemates. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Open the pod bay doors now. Friends close, but your enemies close. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Get busy, Larry. You'll get busy, Ty. Nick and Will, back once again. How are we? Very good, Michael. Thanks for having us again. Very well. Pleasure to be back. No worries. It's going to be a big one. It's going to be a big one. It's going to be huge. to talk about. Definitely. Little check-in once again. What's everyone been watching recently? Will, I've got a bit of a surprise for you. Oh. Oh. roll, please. roll, please. <laughs> Band of Brothers. Oh. What episode? So, up to what episode six. Dude. Yeah. So it's good. I mean, I was watching Is that it. the final episode? Couldn't tell. No. No. There's eight? Is it eight? No, there's eight more. Okay. There's more. Yeah, yeah. But it's good. It's, it's unreal. Fuck, man. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what made you finally pull the trigger? Well, I watched the first few episodes. Will and our other friend James have been begging me to watch this show for ages. <laughs> About four or five years. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, Will, have you given me your binge account? Yeah. Yeah, he's given me. Like, I've been mean, <laughs> yeah. like, ah, oh, I have anything to watch it on. I was like, okay, well, now you have to it Yeah. So, and then recently I was just like, oh, I'm going to anything to watch. And then I was like, oh, okay, Band of Brothers, let's do it. Nice. nice. Did yeah. you... How many episodes did you pump in the first? In the city? first viewing, I pumped the first two. Okay, but they hadn't. They had, it was all they hadn't um taken off. Like they hadn't. No, they no, hadn't, no, no, yeah. No. So it was all just yeah, training. Yeah. And now it's been like them D Day, and <laughs> we're running Curry. <laughs> oh, oh, <sorry>. <laughs> 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 you're silver. <laughs> How good! Nice, that's exciting. Yeah. What about you, Will? 
well, I mean, you and I actually went and saw um, Akira on um, what last week, wasn't it? Yeah, great film. Was it Have in cinemas? It? Yeah, we yeah, watched so it at the Ritz. At the Ritz, had like a session, nice. and I'd oh. seen it. Like I've seen it a few times, but I'd seen it at the Ritz previously. Mm. And Nick was like, "Oh, it's gonna be very busy." And I was like, "Mate, there'll be no one there." <laughs> you get in, it's the packed. main hall. Hat, <laughs> no way. Yeah, couldn't get what a stench. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, watching that and then um, great flick. By the way, really mm. good would flick. recommend. Yeah, definitely. It's a weird one. Yeah, it's yeah. I haven't seen it, but yeah, very good. Um, phenomenal. Then, it's very good. Uh, just the, just just the usual. It's just the, oh, binging Entourage again for the fiftieth time. <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, what about yourself, Parker? What are yeah, you watching? Well, I mean, yeah. Mate, I'm watching like twenty things at once. Mm. Uh, Rings of Power, obviously, which we're going to talk good. about. Yep. House of the Dragon, nice. Rick and Morty. Nice. Oh. New season. New season. Love yeah, the new really. season. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, also, Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. Oh. Fucking Blackbird. Cool. Uh, what else? Something Ted else. Gone. Ted Lasso is really good. Uh, and also finished Barry finally, which was phenomenal. Is that uh, worth watching? So good. Okay. I reckon it would be... One of the best TV shows I've watched this year. Really? And that's including that's House of Dragon and Rings of Power. Wow. It's obviously very different. Of it's course. It's more of a comedy, but okay. it's phenomenal. Sure. Uh, and yeah, that's it. Great. Good <laughs> check-in. Just like to make a note that we are actually drinking uh, Meriadoc Brandy Bucks Half Foot Home Brew. Let's <laughs> <laughs> give a taste. Yummy. From the... From the seller of the Prancing Pony, I believe. I believe so. I think they also <laughs> might serve it at Bree. <laughs> oh, it's only a special. Uh, so now, getting into Rings of Power to listeners out there who haven't seen it yet, what would we say about the TV series in one word? And what would we rate it out of five stars? You want to take the reins, Will? Uh, this one's hyphenated, so we'll call <laughs> oh. it eye candy. Nice. And ratings are five out of five. Wow. Yep. Big. Whoa. I went there. I've done Big. it. Uh, so I said exciting and I gave it a four out of five. Okay, nice. I went with a pretty stock standard answer. Epic, mm, four out right. of five as well. That's all right. Obviously, we're only halfway through the season. Of course. Yeah. Uh, it's five but out of five, too premature. <laughs> no, we'll see. We'll see. It's a halfway check-in. So well, obviously half, things yeah. are due to change, which That's it. We'll, we'll chat about. But, I mean, Will and I watched the first two episodes together and – we were we loved it. Like mm. we were blown away. I think the main thing for me is that I'm just happy to be back in Middle Earth. Oh, yeah. big yeah. time! And I think the world building is insane. Obviously, mm. the shots of New Zealand, the cinematography, the CGI is incredible, yeah. and I'm very excited to see what comes next. A lot of things it's doing really well, and a lot of things it's not doing so well, which we'll get into. Mm. Yeah. But overall. Positive for me. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't agree more. I think, you know, you you clicked start on that on that first episode, that first viewing, and you're kind of like, I wonder how mm. similar it'll be in terms mm. of all that world building and typical. I was nervous. Yeah, yeah. So nervous, heart pumping. Yeah. But straight away, you saw because obviously the budget for this has been huge with Amazon. Is it the most expensive TV show? I think so. I think so, ever. Yeah. Because they paid... 750 mil. Yeah. yeah. Wow. A bill? Mm. Cool billion? <laughs> that's a that's a mozza. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can see all that budget 
Yeah, yeah. in all of the it shots, it oh, pays yeah, off yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah for like, sure. You've obviously got Marvel movies that cost like two hundred million, yeah. and you're kind of like, Ugh. yeah, like, some yeah. of the stuff Marvel's been doing lately is really shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really exactly. bad. Yeah. Like really embarrassing. Yeah. Thor: Love and Thunder was two hundred fifty million. I haven't even seen that. I just, <laughs> I just got resounding just bad yeah. reviews from yeah. it. Yeah, so I just haven't even watched that. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I yeah, I thought pretty similar. I think. In my mind, and this is what the way I sort of felt about it from the start, is anything that expands upon the Tolkien unit, yeah, the universe. Like, I think I'm all for it. Like, mm. the Hobbit sure. movies, I fucking love. Yeah, we like we love the Hobbit movies. Mm. It. And then this, I was like going into it, I was like nervous, but I just thought, you know, anything's better than nothing. So absolutely, and I was blown away. Thought a great job captured. I thought it did a good job of sort of the vibe. I thought Peter Jackson's movies, the big. Booming landscapes, like mm. you said, New yeah. Zealand was mm. looking very sharp. Uh, and yeah, <clears throat> cinematography, a lot of color. Very mm. beautiful. I, I think before fan. we get into sort of scenes and characters, yeah. the thing that I was feeling about it was that for me, anyways, and for a lot of people, mm. for good or bad, it definitely doesn't feel like Peter Jackson. Like, no. doesn't feel like Peter Jackson. To me, it's something unique which is good in a lot of ways and it's not good in some ways as well but for me it's you know it's something unique we're getting more characters like different mm. characters mm. um we're getting sort of a different take on Galadriel and Elrond yeah. um which some people hate and some people love oh, I mm. I think it's new and it's interesting and it's yeah. fresh yeah. I think a lot what a lot of people's sort of Gripes. gripes with this mm. is that they're going, oh, but Peter Jackson did it so much better. And Peter Jackson. But the thing about Peter Jackson's trilogy is that in my mind and a lot of people's mind, it's perfect. So it's hard to top it. It's hard to top it. Yeah. So I don't like to look at it and compare it as much, even though it's hard. Mm. I have to look at it as like a new, unique story and, you know, thing, which it is. Yeah. So I think that's where a lot of people are falling into – Dismay. The comparing it. The comparing yeah, it. But it's its own show. It's its own show. Yeah. And it has to be treated that way. Yeah, for sure. I think that to yeah, to be able to top something like that or even follow that. Yeah. Um tough. Very, it's very a tough, huge yeah. ask. But it sets a fucking huge benchmark. Oh, for yeah. sure. And if everything you do is just gonna be compared to that. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I think you kind of gotta wipe the slate clean, like mm. anytime you kind of come into any of these things, but Yep. Then again, you obviously love anything that does connect it back. Um, so I do like that it's something new. We're seeing new worlds within this, you know, Tolkien universe. Yep. Yes. Um, new characters, new races of people. Um, yep. I'm loving it so far. Sweet. Yeah. I reckon we start <clears throat> by talking about the opening scene. <laughs> I loved the shots of the first of all that shot of Sauron yeah or giddy I remember yeah. like, sorry, yeah. I, went, I went oh there he is he's, yeah, there. he's yeah. back the big, uh, it wasn't with any of his mates like a big trident yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and he walks and in. he was big. huge like, so big oh yeah. wow and I just remember going woo yeah <laughs> there he is <laughs> and then the shots of like the war of wrath from the first age yeah, yeah. were awesome like all of the eagles like fighting on that Battlefield and, yeah, and all of yeah. those shots. And the thing that this story does right, which Peter Jackson's did right with the world building is that I've, 
I feel like we've been launched into, you know, we're in like the middle of the second age mm. or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like a world has existed before. Yeah. There's only yes. a job of yes. jumping back and sort of giving enough explanation that you're sort of not feeling like you drop straight into it and like where mm. are we in the timeline? What's going on? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And it, it's it, like that world existed, like all of the characters in the Southlands who are yeah. all annoyed mm. at the elves because the elves are, you know, still keeping watch. Uh, over them, uh, yeah. You know, Galadriel talking about her brother, yeah. um, and obviously she's cut up that he's been killed by Sauron. She's yeah. on the hunt. Yeah, still thinks she's yeah. yeah. I, I think they did a really good job of that world building, which is fantastic. Hundred percent. I think that <clears throat> at least for someone like me who probably hasn't read the books and um, has only been able to appreciate the movies, mm-hmm. obviously The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. It's great to come in and see this different part of the history. Yeah, definitely. And also to be able to get it because I think that they they just tell it so well. Like yeah. that, that opening sort of yeah. sequence just kind of thrusts you in and says, okay, here's where all these characters that you know are at mm-hmm. and what's happened to them Yeah, um, and maybe given us more to their character than we thought before, especially yeah. being, yeah, that person who hasn't. <laughs> Not that one person, but mm. like someone who hasn't read the book. So definitely. I thought they, yeah, they, they nailed it. Yeah, they a good job at cluing you in yeah. and setting everything up, I think. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Six shot that I thought just because that opening scenes when oh, – I don't even know if it's an opening scene, but is it when Elrond is walking up over the hill <laughs> and it pans and you see this? I don't think that's Elrond. I think that's Galadriel's brother, but – Oh, when she's yeah. a little when she's kid a little girl. and she's oh, boom, playing the, yeah, yeah, the boat. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Now yeah. that scene. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I remember we went, and I was like, yeah. this is what I was here for. Yeah. This is the big budget shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What city is that? I don't know. I think it could be Valinor. I'm mm. not quite sure. I think what I wanted to do in this pod is do like a quick, just for the listeners at home, okay. quick little sort of one minute lore background because yeah, nice. I've been really into the law recently. I've been looking at a lot of YouTube channels, a lot of TikTok channels. They're <laughs> great. So essentially Far away. in this universe, the god is called uh, Iluvatar and he mm. created the Maya and the Valar. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And to put it into perspective, the Maya and the Valar are like very powerful beings yep. that he's created and like Gandalf and Saruman are Maya, for mm. example. Yep. So that sort of puts it into perspective. One of the Valar turned evil. His name was Melkor and he came to the world that Middle-earth is on, which is called yeah. Adar. Mm. And he, you know, brought about destruction. He made the orcs, he made the Balrogs, he made mm. the dragons mm. and – he was defeated in the first age, mm. but his servant is Sauron. Yeah. Is Melkor Morgoth? Yeah, Melkor okay. Morgoth, yeah, yeah, Michael like- Pykel, same sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Pykel? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> he's not here right now. Yeah, uh, I don't think he is. Yeah, right. But it's like he's one. It's like how Gandalf has his other name when he's. Yeah, exactly. What is he? Uh, 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 what, he no, he's at Maya. Yeah. Maya. He's a Maya. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got a few names. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Um, so. And that happened. That War of Wrath. That's what we see in the opening. Is that the first age? That's the first age. First that's the age, end of the yeah. first age. So and then second age start with his defeat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Second Time age it starts with his defeat. Yeah. Um, and that's what we see in the sort of like a prologue at the start yeah. of yeah. of the yeah. Rings of Power. So yeah. the, all that war. That's the War of Wrath. So it was a gigantic yeah, yeah, yeah. war. Uh, but then Sauron, his servant, lived on, and obviously we know Sauron. And yep. this 
for the people. Because I remember, like, there was a few people I spoke to about Rings of Power yeah. who were a bit confused as to where it was set. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we're now in the second age, yeah. right before the rings have been, uh, have been yeah, created. Yeah. yeah. The titular rings of power. The titular of rings of power, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, so that's a little bit of a lore yep. background and sort of contextualizes it a little bit because they talk about it, especially in the third episode when we get to um, Numenor. Mm. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So yeah, Numenor was a city that was gifted to the humans by the Valor, the Valor. Yep. for yeah. helping them defeat Morgoth or yep. Melkor. And our uh, Aragorn's bloodline is from... Yeah, from, from Numenor. Yeah. Oh. You know he's sealed was it. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So Boom. potential to be introduced to someone of his ascent? Well, we've already been inter- introduced to Elendil. And a Sealdor. And a Sealdor. Yeah. Oh. the whole point, uh, I mean, mm. we, we know that they obviously make their way into They make their way into Middle Earth. They make their way into Middle Earth. So yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's sort of just setting it all up because um, – yeah, I like that it's sort of leaving the breadcrumbs mm. leading up to that because obviously you know that um, Isildur is going to, you know, he's going to make his way into Middle Earth and they mm. sort of get settled there yeah. um, and all that stuff happens and I thought that's really exciting. I'm really excited mm. to see that. They're showing that. Yeah, yeah. big time. Um, I think we should talk about the one of my favourite shots of the first episode or maybe it was the second episode mm. uh, where they show Khazad Doom. Oh, Ooh. Yeah. And what sets it up as well mm. is how he goes like, mm. and we've, we've always heard about it, this yeah, dwarven yeah. hospitality. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's like, wait until you get your hand on the door. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that got me fucking amped. Yeah. You know? No, I was so happy to see that mm. in its glory because, again, for people who don't know, Khazad Doom is the, the Mines of Moria, Moria. Yeah. in yeah. the Fellowship of the Ring. So we know what happens there. So mm. I wonder if that's going to happen in the first season. If they find the Balrog, I'm not sure. That would be, that would be Yeah, but, but isn't it though, because we know that when the person who takes over Moria is, who is it? It's Balin, isn't it? So what happens is, again, getting into a bit of a lore. So <laughs> the the history of khazad is that essentially, you know, to sum it up, the dwarves are there, they build this, you yeah, see they yeah, find the mine. Mithril, yeah. which we see in the fourth episode. Yeah. And... What had happened was from the War of Wrath, mm. one of the Balrogs flees and goes into the mountain yeah, and he hides. hides in the mountain, rests yeah. there for you know a few thousand years. Yeah. Mm. And the dwarves uncover him and he wakes up and goes, who the fuck just woke me up? <laughs> and goes through and you know, kills them but all. Isn't kills that, them all but, and then and what, drives them out and then the sort of, I, th- I believe the orcs find out about this and then they go and settle in. Khazad Doom, and then it get yeah. renamed. It gets renamed Moria, Moria. by the oh, elves, and then they retake oh. it. And then Balin retakes, retakes it, and it gets it, taken and back. Gets taken yeah, back. yeah, yeah. Okay. And then that, and then we're at the Fellowship. Got you. But Got you. the seeing it in its peak is awesome. Mm. I just want to talk about it as well. I thought one of the things they did get right is the dwarves. Yeah, the yeah. character I design. Agree. I agree. I think um, Durin is it Durin the Hobbit fourth. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, he's not from the Hobbit. It's the no, the guy. Oh. Main is guy it during in the fourth yeah. or yeah. during the third, one of them. Like. Yeah, um, he's great. Whoever I don't even know the takes actor's him, name. He's fantastic. Yeah, a, a little fun fact. I think that, that takes him five hours each session in the oh, makeup. Oh, for makeup. Chair. Yeah, wow. He's put on his stupid prosthetic nose. <laughs> and um, well, he's yeah. great. One point that I thought was really cool, <laughs> and a lot of like Lord of the Rings, and I think a lot of shows where 
the elves sort of come into play, they don't really capture it, mm. is the fact that the elves are immortal and how yeah. those yeah. relationships impact. Because obviously how when Elrond comes and meets Durin, he doesn't understand why Durin's annoyed at him and he goes, it's been 20 years, like yeah. my life's gone by. Like and even he, dogs he, live yeah. long. And yeah. he goes like, oh, it's only been 20 years. Yeah, and the elves just doesn't, just just doesn't they're immortal. Yeah. And I thought that little point there, even though it was quite minor, did a really good job of sort of illustrating, mm. you know, the mm. fact that obviously elves are immortal, even though dwarves live a while, mm. it's still just is, is a blip on their radar. Yeah, exactly. The elves radar at least. Yeah. I loved that because in like The Hobbit or Lord of the Rings, you never sort of understand yeah. that mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You obviously get it with um, Aragorn and yeah. Arwen and how that relationship mm. would work with her going to the Undying Lands or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But I loved that we can really see from like the dwarves' perspective maybe – what creates a bit of conflict between the elves yeah. and yeah, yeah. their friends. Now, that's a great segue. I suppose we should now talk about the new characters because obviously mm. we know Elrond, we know Galadriel. What are your thoughts on, first of all, I really liked um, Arondir. So oh. he's the short-haired elf. Yeah. I think he's a bit of a boss. Loved him. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Not a huge fan of the half-foots yet. Oh, <laughs> no. They're kind of a bit annoying. There's maybe worse parts, but I yeah. really, really am not liking the yeah. half-foot story. I, yeah. It just feels like, I, I'm glad. I didn't want to say it, but I fucking hate it. It just feels like really shit forced filler. I mean, obviously, yeah. like, they'll come into play. Yeah. And obviously, like, that you know, building up with the stranger yeah, yeah. coming in. But, like, oh, give it a rest. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> like, when they're searching for the berries and shit. Oh, yeah. like, oh he rolled his ankle. He's yeah, not going to make yeah. it. Like, Shut what up, mate? Put him yeah. on the fucking cart and walk him. Like, <laughs> really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> that, and that so that was really you don't get into trouble <laughs> really fucking annoying I, yeah just, I completely agree I'm, I'm just, kind of I'm kind of watching it and I'm going oh yeah like this is awesome we're seeing like Durin and Kaza Durin and then, oh look at all these orcs and then it cuts to the you know the berries yeah, and I go uh, mm. like someone's get, getting mm. sliced in half or yeah. getting attacked by a warg yeah. and these guys are trying to find some berries <laughs> <laughs> like read the room bro yeah I'm sure that they hopefully will have like a big yeah. Um, part of the story later. Bit of a fun fact, though. Go ahead. You know how her name's like Eleanor Brandyfoot? Mm-hmm. What does Brandyfoot sound like? Brandy Buck. Ooh. Maybe when they make their way, because obviously they're moving, yeah. maybe they make their way to Bree and to the Shire and Brandyfoot becomes Brandy Buck. Possibly. Wow. I think the whole thing why they're called Halffoots is because it's, I think they're, Different to hobbits. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. the same. Yeah. Well, no, I'm pretty sure I did a bit of research. Oh, good, this, good, good. And it's actually the the way it starts is the like that race of halflings yeah. came across the sea. Oh, and or they whatever, settled. And they settled. And they originally started as like a nomadic people like oh, the halflings gotcha. are now. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And then I think progressively over the thousands of years, they migrate oh. across and then eventually um, they settle in. What we now know is the Shire and yeah, Bree cool, and that cool, area. Cool. Yeah, so I think that's sort of how it happened. The Halffoots, I don't know if I took too much notice of it, but I didn't think that they had the same sort of like feet and things as mm. hobbits. Yeah. I think they're a little bit different. Yeah. I think that's the thing. I think it's a bit because, shorter, a bit taller. I think it's yeah. also because it's like, you think about that. it, it's like, you know, there's still, how many, like, what, how many, what's the time difference between now and the third age when we meet the hobbits? It's quite a while. It's a while. It's yeah. a while. Yeah, so it's enough a, yeah. that they could probably, you know, change their, change slightly. Like, mm. yeah. To For sure, hobbits. definitely. No, I love Aaron Deer. He's easily my favorite character so far. He's very, 
Very cool. I love the shot where in the episode four where he catches the arrow. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's and dope. Flings it and back. then flings Man. it back Dude, because what I was going to say as well is obviously everyone knows elves. This is what I don't get is elves are immortal. They've yeah. been training like for forever. Yeah. Like, they're immortal. So <laughs> yeah, they should yeah. be the best fighters ever. Yeah. And they're getting clowned by a couple of orcs. Yeah. yeah. And always <laughs> like, always, I was always like, how does that work? Like, yeah. you know, mm. if they've been training for thousands of years, they've perfected their craft. Yeah. They should be absolute beasts and be able yeah. to mow through like heaps and heaps of orcs and men as mm. well, you know? But does everyone become like a soldier? No. So maybe they're... They've got like a specialty for like thousands of years. So but, not all of them. Well, yeah, because I mean the thing is, I guess it's like they can, any craft they choose, they mm, can perfect. Mm, yeah. So all of these guys who are, you know, the guy's been a watchtower for what? He's been there for like 80 years. Yeah. It makes sense that he's, a you know, can catch arrows and launch them straight back. Yeah. yeah. Now, segueing on a little bit, what are our thoughts on, um, oh, what's his girlfriend's name? Oh, um, the mother of Theo. <laughs> Theo. Bronwyn. 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 So Bronwyn. Bronwyn and Theo. That's a strong name. Not doing it for me, to be honest. Yeah. Dude, it's a bit of a filler, so bit of a filler that character. That is Nazanin Boniardi. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not really liking that. Yeah. And he talks like this to Theo. Oh, yeah. Oh, Theo about needs it. to yeah. fucking. Theo. <laughs> hey, Theo, yeah, man. Yeah. He sucks big time. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's his acting or if it's Harris's character is yeah. written, but he fucking sucks, man. One, he looks like an idiot with that stupid haircut. <laughs> oh. Like the bowl cut. Like yeah, right yeah, yeah. coconut head. Like yeah. the rest of um, But I just, he's just a bit of a whiny brat. Yeah. Like, yeah you know, yeah, he's yeah. complaining, blah, blah, blah. Really, really frustrating. Yeah. And he's got the sword that he found as well. well. Yeah, yeah. What do we, I think that's a Morgul blade. Yeah. Very well could be, for because, sure. Because, like, when. Um, obviously, you know, there's blood and the blade like shoots up. And yeah. then when it goes away, there's smoke <laughs> mm-hmm. and stuff. Reminds me of the Morgul blade when Aragorn picks up in the fellowship and, it, and, it, and there's yeah. a oh, the yeah. there's smoke. You yeah. know what I mean? So I don't know. Yeah, definitely. It, it could be as well because like we sort of get told the main reason why I think the elves have animosity towards the people in the Southlands mm. and vice followed, versa is yeah. because back in the first age they took they, allegiance to Morgoth. Morgoth. Yeah. yeah, in that yeah. battle. Which is when, in the, and that yeah. bloke's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that like, bloke save your of, strength, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that bloke <laughs> at the end of the fourth episode. <laughs> yeah. Weirdo. Yeah. Fucking, yeah, the, the tavern keep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I reckon that – I like how they're sort of showing that because, I mean, when you – in sort of like, don't jump half back, but in Peter mm. Jackson's trilogy, you see the Haradrim, the Corsairs, mm. doesn't really touch on them too much. Yeah. yeah. I really like how they're sort of, and I think it's going to become more of a bigger like uh, plot point as yeah. the story progresses. Definitely. That you'll see yep. like this race of men falling to, like fall, like following Sauron and yeah, stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He's so going to corrupt really them for sure. In, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In summary, I think it, it's, I'm really interested to see them explore the men of the Southlands and yep. Theo and what role he'll play. Mm. Talking of the men of the Southlands, mm-hmm. should we discuss the man of the hour? Fuck. Halbrand. Oh, Halbrand. Wow. Yeah, interesting yeah, yeah. guy. Hey. A very interesting guy yeah, yeah. because, I mean, let's talk Gladriel Shians that he is – um, like king, the long lost, king, long lost king yeah. of the Southlands, king in exile, whatever he's got, he's got the medallion yeah. of sorts. By the way, before we continue, the yeah. Southlands is modern day Mordor. Mordor, so yeah, that's yeah, where Mordor yeah. is. So it's before yeah. it's fallen, in, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, all that stuff's happened. Yeah. Um, so what do we think about him? 
So I've seen a lot of things floating around yeah. that he could be sour on. Could be sour on. Yeah, he yeah. could be the really? witch king. Yeah. Which oh, I, I don't think witch king. I don't no, think the witch think king. I did a bit of witch, research. No, I, I don't think it's a witch king. Could definitely. be a ring. This is what this is what it's saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it could be a ring wraith. A ring. Okay. Um. Or eventually be a ring wraith, maybe. Mm. Yeah. As in, he is one of the men. One of one of the nine. One, one of the, the nine, nine kings. Men. That's a good point. Hey? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Or you know maybe. And they could, it could just be someone completely different. Yeah. yeah. Like not even one of the, the big ones that we think it is. Because we've noticed that he's sort of shown these manipulating qualities. Like yeah. he's, like yeah. A, he he beat those town he folks to a pulse. on and he yeah. killed just went so easy. Maniac, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Another thing on this show, <gasps> it is quite violent. Violent. Yeah. 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 Violent, which I was happy surprised, to mm. be honest. Is it MA? It must be MA. I think so. Must be. Like the, yeah. the, the snapping of the arms, like the wag, like yeah. ripping those yeah, yeah, people yeah. apart. Yeah. 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 Really, I something that I very much enjoy about the show is that it's yeah. quite violent. Yeah. Um, but we see Halbrand being manipulated, very manipulative, and like even in the tower when Galadriel is escaping, mm. he's yeah. going like, "Oh, you well, you know where she's going. Like you can blah blah blah." Yeah, yeah, so yeah. there's something a bit off about showing him, a few hasn't, tendencies. Hasn't been painted so much as a hero. No. No, he hasn't. He hasn't. And I think I think we're, I think we're building to something big. Building yeah. something big with that guy for sure. If that was to eventuate either as the Witch King or. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One of the nine kings. Mm, That would be insane. Because we never really saw their, like visually their origin. Yeah. Yeah. Which would be awesome to see. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Big time. The the ring raids are some of my favorite. Characters, characters mm. of the Tolkien world. Like yeah. I just, I it's find cool them so cool. Yeah, yeah, big time. It's like they, yeah. On the topic of uh, Galadriel and his sort of plot, mm-hmm. um, we talked about mm. Numenir 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, are we, what are we talking about? What do we think of how it looked as a city? Oh, I thought it was amazing. Oh, wow. Stunning. Yes. Really good. Again, eye candy. I can. So, like, Absolute. what a spectacle yeah. of a city. And I love the fact that it's all, you know, it's an island that's separated around, yeah, all of these um, sort of mountains and things. One yeah. thing that I did really notice and I thought was pretty cool is, you know how, I think it's in the most recent episode, how when they had the vision from holding the, touching the Palantir of the um, oh, the, like the, the water, water washing over, yep. 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 where the white tree is, mm-hmm. that little um, outstep, you know, yeah. it reminds me of the fucking cliff thing. Oh, Ministerius? It's like oh, identity. Yeah, yes. And it's set the same way because obviously we know that that tree, that tree is a yeah. seedling. That is it a seal door or is it? Oh, that well, one that, of them takes that. Yeah, I think it's a sealed or mm. yeah, one of them. They men, take a seedling from that white tree. It's the same family. It's like a royal yeah, yeah, tree, yeah. and then yeah. that's yeah. in Minas Tirith. And they planted in Minas Tirith. Holy yeah. shit! Because I, it looked like identical. The cool thing about um, Numenor as well, I think they really paid homage to the law. Is that they're all like sea loving. Like yeah, that's yeah, the whole point. Yeah. Like they really yeah. sea Like they're really mm. into their sailing, yeah. and I think they portray that so well. Like the there's dogs, obviously a sealed or doing his cadets. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, they, yeah they he's sailing cadets, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I thought was awesome. I think they yeah. really did homage to and Numenor. The ships are fucking sick. Oh, they are really sick. Whoa, yeah. Yeah. pretty cool. Not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. Come on, I hope to see a few of those go into battle. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Exactly. I know we've touched on him before, but I think so far, a seal door or uh, probably Elendil yeah. is my favorite character. I so like Elendil. Mm. Like I when he was think- like that funny bit when um, that chick was like. Blah blah, and like a you know a forgotten <laughs> king, and he goes just a petty lord actually. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was good. Chuckle. Yeah, that, yeah, that was yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I do on that. Just as a quick note, I do yeah. like the little comedic. It's done well. We it's, done well. it's done it's well. It's not stuffed down your face like all this nah. marble marble mumbo jumbo garbage. It's not. It's not cringe. It's yeah. like little quick wits, like yeah. chuckles. Yeah. Hearty heart, but for the most part, serious, which I like. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. yeah. No, it's true. Yeah, yeah. It's true. It's like, like, you're like, you're oh, like, he's behind me, isn't he? Yeah, like, yeah. Shut it's up. Like, oh, it's a fucking big troll behind you. Yeah, it's like, yeah. no, no, no. I know. They yeah. do it pretty well. 100%. Um, uh, guys, you're going to want to take a look at this. Like, <laughs> shut up. Um, yeah. all right. What do we think about Ada? Mate. Oh, he mate. is so terrifying. Yeah. I remember, like, Getting so amped at the end at of, the of episode, episode three, yeah, and I was going, his... and I was going, it was blurry. It's, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. he could be. I, I was watching these uh, videos about it. Yeah, they because you know how he talks to um, Aaron Deer, and he he says, "Where are you from?" Yeah. and he says, "I'm from here." And he goes, "I remember floating down that river." So mm. I think he's one of the corrupted elves. elves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who was it? Uh, I think I wrote this down. Uh, it could be. Uh, Maglin, who was one of the only elves to be seduced by Morgoth. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that would make sense. There's also something which is really interesting is that, um, which I was reading, Mm. is that he could be the original orc. Wow. Oh, because they're calling him father. Yeah, Like they're calling him Adar. Because when apparently, I think it was the original orc was crafted from or something like, and the reason he has all these scars and stuff is because he was tortured by Morgoth, yeah, and then eventually corrupted and then turned into an orc. Holy shit! I'm very excited to see where his character goes because yeah. yeah. he's terrifying. I feel Absolutely. like it would be too in your face, like mm. that if he if he too obvious if he turned out to be Sauron. Yeah. you know what I mean? Because like, surely yeah. there's no way. I mean, Sauron yeah. is a shapeshifter, but 
I reckon he. Would. I don't think it would. It, I, I feel like, like it'd be. They do this to kind of fuck with you. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, go, yeah. Oh, it's got to be Sauron. And they said like, oh, Adar was another name for Sauron. Yeah, yeah or, but Yarn. Which is weird because Adar is also the name of the world that Middle Earth's in. Okay. <sighs> so that's Boom. yeah. Big reveal. Um, on Adar, I love the orcs in this. Yeah. I thought yes. that with the skulls. It and was. Shit, it yeah. was very unfortunate. Um, something that I didn't like about The Hobbit was how they made the orcs very CGI. CGI. Mm. And I love, like, the practical makeup. Yeah, yeah, their, yeah. their voices. I think, it's yeah. the, I think you earned a water yeah, ration. It's like the best, the, best, I reckon it's the best live-action portrayal of the orcs yep. by far. And they're Ooh. also... I think it's I think it's better than The Lord of the Rings. Whoa. Whoa. Well, that's, that's yarn. That's whoa. I'm because, kind of with Will. Because The Lord of the Rings, like, majority of those orcs in that series were not very, like, emotive. They sort of, like, scurried around. Obviously... I think maybe the prosthetics have gotten a lot better. Mm. Like Gothmog and stuff, like their faces didn't really move. Yeah. Mm. Are you talking about visually? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Sorry. I think that. I also yeah. I just think the betrayal overall of the sure. orcs. And, okay. Um, something, you know, which is really interesting is there's only one orc in The Hobbit that's like properly live action mm. and he was originally going to be the live-action Bolg. Yes, and, yes, yes, I saw and he that. Looks really looks scary. really scary. And then they ended up just using him as, like, you know, some, yeah, like, lieutenant yeah. fucking douchebag. Yeah. It sucks because, like, really <laughs> yeah. cool. And then we get back. Now at the fucking Rings of Power, yeah. and the Orcs look fucking sick. Yeah, mm. they do look awesome. That's one thing I think yeah. they did really, really well, well is the character design yeah, of the, the orcs, orcs and yeah. their voices and everything I thought was amazing. Every scene that the Orcs come on, I, I sit up and I go, ooh, okay, yeah. here we ooh, go. Yeah. That's the thing as well. They're finally dominant. Like yeah. they're, they're very holding very all these people captive. Yeah. They're terrifying. They well. are. Like, they're the genuinely elves, like, scary. There's there a whole, you know, bloody company of elves up at that watchtower. Mm. Yeah. And then you see them all. And Enslaved. they're hitting stones with yeah. the rest of the humans. Yeah. Like, yeah. Obviously the orcs got one over them. Definitely. I loved that. I loved the first scene where we sort of get introduced to that orc in um, the, like, Theo's house. Yeah. Yes. When he comes um, up out of the ground. And it comes up. Because I was like, is that an orc or is yeah. it like a goblin? It was mm. really scary. Yeah. They did a really good job with that, for sure, 100%. Now, obviously, there are probably five different storylines that we're following in different places. Mm -hmm. What do you think about the pacing between them and also how much we're attached and invested to each of them? So, suppose moving into things we didn't like about it, because there's a few. It's not perfect. Yeah. Um, Like you said, I don't really feel as invested in these characters, especially the first characters that we haven't been introduced yet mm. um, in The Lord of the Rings, I don't feel as invested. And I know we are halfway through. Yep. So yeah. that's fair enough. I mean, we've still got a lot more episodes and you know, a few more seasons yep. left. Mm. I'm not very interested. Uh, and I think they've done a good job to <laughs> sort of establish everything. Mm. Um, you know who the players are. You know mm. who the players are. But at the same time, I'm not as emotionally invested as I am for Lord of the Rings. And I think a lot has to do as well with some of the characters having plot armor. Mm. And it's difficult with any prequel. It's true. It's difficult with any prequel. Like I'm sure it's the same with House of Dragons where you know the fate of Galadriel. You know the fate of Isildur, Elrond, Elendil. Yeah, definitely. So you know that in that scene, like for example, with the cave troll, yeah. Oh, Gladwell's sweet. Like, there's no dramas. Yeah, like, yeah. you know when she's diving down oh, out of the ship, mm. uh, and you know when she's sinking in the storm. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so that and that's the issue with any prequel. So yeah. that's fair. But yeah, uh, I just 
feel like I'm definitely not as emotionally invested mm. with those characters as I was like in sort of the equivalent time frame yeah. of, of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. Um, 100%. Yeah. And there's a lot more characters to cover in, yeah. in Rings of Power, mm. so that's fair. Um, but at the moment, that's for me one of the show's weaknesses. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, well, oh, yeah. we talked about it how, you know, some of the people in the story we fucking hate, like the half feet, also, yeah, just like don't feel too connected with them yet. Yeah. We've yeah. obviously got a few favorites, um, and I'm sure that they'll develop further, yeah. but. Yeah, that is obviously a bit of a barrier. Yeah, I think. I do think though, and yeah, I mean, it's just it, it like, I guess where I'm coming from is that like I know what you're saying, and I definitely agree that with those already like well established characters like Elrond, Galadriel, etc. Like, yeah, the, that plot armor. Mm. But I do also think that like, um, given that it is a TV show, mm. there's, I think. You'll, you'll still be, you're like, you'll, yeah, you will yeah. Become we've got time. We will. We've got yeah. a lot of time. And we're not, good. we're not shutting the door. No, absolutely not. The door's not stage, shut. The door's not, yeah. mate, it's wide open. Yeah. 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 We yeah. just might be peeking over and yeah. beyond. Yeah. 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 Any other? Uh, yeah. Another thing I didn't like, and I think it's a bit of an elephant in the room. Here we go. The character design of the elves. They look like fucking dorks. I'm sorry. <laughs> like Elrond, they did my El- boy. They so did. wrong. He lies. I saw him. Oh boy! They like, did him he, so dirty. He's got like a like a finance bro haircut. <laughs> like his his outfit, and I just go like, mate, and like Gil Galad, the yeah, or Gil Gil Galad or whatever. His uh, the the king, and I'm looking at him. I go, mate, like he's he's like the only one with long hair, and I go. I go, you still look like a dork. Yeah. If you look at Peter Jackson's elves, they all look like Epic. ethereal yeah. and like almost like Rich. angelic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. these guys, I just go, you, to me, you don't look like an elf. You look yeah. like a guy in, in makeup. Yeah. Which I with, with the Peter Jackson elves, I was like, wow, those are, yeah. those are they beautiful. They also, a bit, I think it's also the way they've shot them. Like in, uh, especially in The Hobbit, like Thranduil, is that right? Yeah. Thranduil yeah. was yeah. The, the head of the wood elves. Yeah. Um, mm. They put like this effect on him, so oh, yeah. they literally made him like stuff, glowy yeah. and, oh, and stuff. Whereas he, in he this, looks awesome. They mm. haven't actually done that, which yeah. I can see why, because it sort of, I guess, almost humanizes them in a way that, like, mm. when you have them on screen with like the humans, that they don't really look as much out of place as they sort of do. Yeah, well said. But I mean, they're different races, so I no, feel like they I, should I, be. I get that. I get that. But I think like. Um, I just kind of disagree with you. You know what I mean? Really? <laughs> I would have thought you I've I've changed my tune. Uh, okay. I think I think no, it's no. also because like like when I first saw um yeah, like the short hair shit haircut that um Elrond has, I was a bit like Ugh. What about really his like ears that. as well? <laughs> yeah, a bit pointy. I'll <laughs> just get a paper cut on those things. Yeah. Um but I think poke your eye out. I think, well, what's that? I guess where I've uh, maybe it's a bit of a headcanon, is that I think, like, it is, it's a whole nother age, you know mm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah so Maybe that's that was true. the fashions of the time. Yeah, that's that true. is true. Uh, yeah, um, it is set, like, thousands of years before. Yeah, yeah. So, and, so I, I and I guess maybe they are also, I mean, as we've sort of spoken about, they're really trying to differentiate, like, Amazon and yeah. Rings of Power are really trying to make themselves, you know, their own show. Yeah. Yep. They're really yep. trying to separate them. I get that, which, um, for sure. It just really doesn't do, I think, kind enough. of. Takes me out of the immersion for it. Okay. And because I just so love Elrond as well from mm. Rings from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And I just, I see this guy and I go, especially looks wise, maybe we haven't, we've only had four episodes of the character. Yeah. So okay. I can't say character wise, but looks wise, I don't think it's, that's okay. not Elrond to me. 
Do you, I mean, it's because I actually made a point of this is, and what I found quite interesting is uh, Elrond in the books, Mm -hmm. Lord of the Rings books, Mm -hmm. is actually a lot more friendly and warm as Mm. he's portrayed in the Peter Jackson movies. Okay. Mm. Interesting. In the books, Elrond is described as kind as summer. Wow. That's 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 as a kind of glowing summer. description. When you and then when you compare that with um with how with how Elrond is in the movies, he's a bit dry. Someone, someone yeah. said like the only time in their mind they saw a book, um, what's the word like a, a true to book version mm. of Elrond was at the very end of the wedding when he smiled and was all oh, happy. Oh wow! And stuff, okay, interesting. Which which I found which I was like, eh, it's interesting. Yeah, and yeah. then so I do sort of. Find like how they're sort of the reason like, how Elrond's much nicer, much yeah. nicer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love the bromance between him and Durin for sure, yeah. and how he shows like he obviously really cares, mm. um, and kind of cool not seeing him as grumpy as Hugo Weaving portrayed. Yeah, yeah. But I do love Hugo Weaving's portrayal. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah. Um, any other bad parts? Yes, mm. and this was a f- huge gripe of mine, okay, and gave me the fucking shit. <laughs> how much slow mo there is in it. There oh, is a lot of slow mo. Some of the shots are cool. Horses and some of the shots are cool. Riding the horses, yeah. like I think was it? Is it when? Um, who's Isildur's father? Elendil. Yeah. Is it when Elendil yeah. and Galadriel are riding, riding the horses on the beach? That dragged beach. out a bit. That exactly. Out. I was. I think I was sitting there and I was like, and this, she's like smiling, this, smiling. She's like. As they're she's riding, Gladriel's been in the shittest mood this whole time, yeah. and now she's going like, yeah, yeah. and it's slow mo for like <laughs> yeah. a good like, it's, so it's, it's like yeah. one one thousand, two one thousand. Oh fuck, yeah. they're still slow mo for yeah. one thousand. I see like, what they were trying to do, like the yeah. shots out of context are cool, yeah. but, in context, but in context, I was like, like fuck that. They weird. don't add yeah. anything. No, they don't add they anything. Don't. They're no, no value add. No, 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 and it's really. I feel like you know. Yeah, every now and again, but they're really, really harping it on. Yeah. And, if, and it, that's what's breaking the immersion for me. Okay. That and the half foots are the two fucking <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah, where yeah. I'm like, and now it's shit. Yeah. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Yep. For I sure. suppose. Um, Probably should wrap up soon. So, yeah, should yeah. we do predictions? predictions? Uh, or do you have anything else? I just, I'm just going to put this in when we were talking about Elrond. So, yeah. I just thought of something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but another thing that I didn't like in the Rings of Power Elrond is how at the start when they are like introducing him and they say to him, oh, you're not, by the way, you're not welcome at like the council. But it, even up until that point, Elrond is one of the most powerful mm, and like old. strongest warriors mm. of Middle-earth. Like yeah. his dad was the one who killed um and, and Caligon the Black, which was like the the biggest, dra- dragon. The biggest dragon yeah. ever. Oh, sure. Like, so he looks he look, makes look, Smaug look like a fucking matchbox car. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. If you yeah, look okay. up and yeah. Caligon the Black, so yeah. back in the first stage, Elrond's dad was the guy who killed him. Like, mm. yeah. and his mum was like super powerful as well. So he and up until that point as well, like he fought in all these wars, yeah. and like the fact that they that he wasn't at that status, yeah, sort of in. Like with Gil Galad and stuff, I was kind of mm. like, "That's not really facts," but they do retcon yeah. a bit. Like yeah. They, but what I found interesting, and this is a quick little tidbit, mm-hmm. is one of the the main um, what's the word like non negotiables mm-hmm. from the Tolkien estate mm-hmm. when Amazon bought the rights was that they have to keep the timeline, keep it true to timeline. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't like fuck with it. 
anything oh, like okay. that. Yeah. And, and what have they're also doing, and because obviously the second age is so long mm. and they have to condense it down into like, what, three or four seasons, mm-hmm. they've got all of these people from the Tolkien estate and like Tolkien historians in there with them. So that's, that's good. good. That, that is good. Oh, yeah, that, that no, that is good. <laughs> the the thing that didn't give me much faith was when I looked up the director and it's J.D. Payne is the same guy that did the Jurassic World no. thing. Great yeah. No way. No, you guys are clowns. Nah, Have you man. seen them all? Oh. I, I watched the first one. Oh, okay. And I, so oh, you haven't seen all. All right, fair enough, but I've heard nothing but, but bad things. To be about. fair... They look really good. Look yeah, the stories of those yeah. are horrendous. Yeah, so yeah. I kind of saw that and went, Ooh. "Is he? Is what is he? The showrunner of, of this? Yeah, yeah. He's the he's the um. I think he's the director. The okay, main director. But there's another guy, Patrick McKay, as well, who's there. Right. But apparently, they're all massive Tolkien nerds, which yeah. is good. Yeah, that's yeah. to give me faith. Something that I want to touch on before we get into our predictions mm. was I see a lot of people like getting really aggressively hating this TV show. And they're almost like it's embarrassing. It's like they're turning into Lord of the Rings. No, sorry, they're turning into Star Wars, Star Wars. fans. Oh, yeah. They're like people like so people like like they did with in The Phantom Menace. Like they're sending like the cast like racist like hate, hate mail. mail and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And it's like that grow up. Sucks. It's a TV show. TV if you show. like it, yeah. fine. If you don't like it, just yeah, don't vocal, watch it. They're the vocal yeah. minority. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're, and they're just like Every comment I see on Facebook, like it's a, it's someone posted a, a, a video of the wog scene, yeah. and they go, "Oh, like shit, elves! Like you can obviously see the wire in this shot. Like terrible! Like I switched this off like halfway through the episode. Yeah. I'm like, oh okay, my great, God. grow up, mate, grow up. It's a TV up. show. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I agree. So boring. Like, the other thing is up. that with like say the Phantom Menace and stuff, people have. Now started appreciating the prequels, definitely, and yeah. all that definitely. goes by the wayside yeah. later. Yeah, I, so, know, I wouldn't be surprised. It's like you know, <clears> once <throat> this is hopefully, if they don't do a fucking Game of Thrones and bomb the last few seasons, yeah, yeah. I reckon this will probably like, like you know, in ten years' time, it'll probably be you know reviewed Run quite favorably shows. by a Absolutely. couple of these fucking goobers. Sure. Um, and a lot of the things which sort of um, makes sense and like contextualizes what they're doing with the story was mm-hmm. this quote that I got from this article, I'll just mm-hmm. read it out, which mm-hmm. I thought it made a lot of sense of what, like, what they're doing with the story in the second age. So yeah. so what does what did Amazon buy? We have rights, so, this is the director, yeah, yeah. we have rights solely to the Fellowship of the Ring, the Two Towers, the Return of the King, the Appendices and the Hobbit, mm-hmm. Payne says, and that's it. We don't have the rights to the Silmarillion, Unfinished Tales, History of Middle-earth or any of those other books. So that takes a huge chunk of law off the table and has left Tolkien fans wondering how this duo, this is the article talking yeah. now, how this duo plans to tell a second age story without access to those materials. Mm. Now this is quoting him again. And I quote, there is a version of everything we need for the second age in the books we have the rights to, McKay says, mm. as long as we're painting within those lines and not egregiously con- contradicting something we don't have the rights to, there's a lot of leeway and room to dramatize and tell some of the best stories that Tolkien has ever come up with. Yeah. So interesting. A lot of people going, Oh, that's not book accurate. That didn't happen in Silmarillion. Yeah, it's yeah. like they don't have the rights to that. Yeah. They're doing their own story. Mm. Yeah. Grow up, <laughs> watch the show, or don't you watch tell it. Them. Yeah. You tell them. Grow up. Hey, <laughs> asshole. You don't have to watch it. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to watch it. Just turn the camera off. Don't ruin it for the rest of us. Turn the computer yeah. off. Grow up. Fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Completely. Agree. So that's yeah. That's, that's a good point. A point that I read and went, oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Mm. Definitely. 
Um, should we discuss our predictions for the yes, remainder of the season? Right yeah, definitely. I what have think we got? we've already touched on the Morgul Blade. And, oh, um, we've already touched on. We've already touched on. Halbrand. Halbrand. I'd like to talk about The Stranger. I initially <laughs> thought, I remember when I was watching it with Will, I went, oh, that's Gandalf. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not Gan- it's, it's probably Gandalf. not Gandalf. It's yeah. most likely not Gandalf because yeah. Gandalf only came to Time Middle Earth in, in the Third Age. Yeah, it's the start of the Third Age. Start of the Third Age to help with. So the Ad, uh, Iluvatar sent him to help with Sauron in the mm. Third Age. So the he's not him. I think it's just one of the wizards. Okay. Yeah, I because I thought I might have misread, but yeah. I thought they were all they brought them all in at the same like around the same time. Okay. Mm. Not quite sure. Is, I, it's de- yeah. Because yeah. is there a chance then that? But it couldn't be. It couldn't be Sauron. Like it wouldn't make sense. No, it wouldn't be Sauron. It would no. Nah. Nah, he's. So. I. I think a lot of people are going like he seems like a dark character. Um, because he killed those fireflies. Yeah, but like. I don't know. I don't. Th- I don't think he's. Because I think it'll be if fig- the, this person figures out that his magic feeds off stuff, and then it's yeah. all about you mm. know, can he figure out a way to use his magic mm. for good? It is interesting though, um, how there, you know, how there's the crater with mm. all yep. the fire in it, yeah. and at the start of the first episode, they go in and their torches don't have any heat because there's so much evil in the place, and mm. then the girl falls and like goes to you know touch the the molten rock yeah, yeah, and yeah. she goes, oh, it didn't burn me. It's not hot. Cold, yeah. mm. So that could be something. Like there's a lot of evil there. That's mm. a, a point to make, I suppose, that he could be evil. Uh, I personally don't think he is. No. Yeah. Well, because he helps them. He's, he's, hel- he's helping them. Episode. He seems like a nice guy. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> he seems like a pretty chill guy. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I'm really excited to see Galadriel, uh, Isildur and the fleet from or the – what is it, 20 ships or something? Mm. The 20 ships from Numenor mm. land in Middle Earth. Mm-hmm. I think uh, we'll, this back end of the season, we're going to yep. see some big battles. Yeah. Which I'm fucking so. excited for. Very I excited see for. Cavalry charges yeah. into a whole bunch of orcs. Yeah. I want to see, <laughs> looking forward to mm. the Rings of Power being forged. But oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about uh, Celebrimbor. Oh, my God. Well, God. in these first four episodes, we haven't had that much. So, with him for yet. those who don't know, Celebrimbor is the. Elf who forged the Elven rings. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. that's an important. I remember when he came on screen, yeah. I went, oh, here we yeah, go. Yeah, he's got a poise for palms and gets yeah, stuck yeah, here. That's yeah. a very interesting point. <laughs> so and then he, because I sort of got the vibe that, I mean, I, I, I like Celebrimbor's character. He looks like a, again, a bit of a dork, but. Mm. I don't know. I he think, looks like a bit of a grizzled old greybeard. Yeah. Like, he fits the same, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but I'm very excited to see what Caleb Brimbord does. I'm yeah. very excited. I wonder how Sauron, because the whole thing is he tricks. He corrupts. Yeah. Mm. Tr- no, he doesn't corrupt him. He tricks him. In, in Well, that's in the uh, law anyways. He yeah, tricks yeah, yeah. Caleb Brimbord into um, that's what I mean. so making. That's what I mean. Corrupts the rings. Oh, okay. But he the corrupts the rings, doesn't he? Right. No, he, but Sauron makes a few of them. I think he makes the one ring, yeah, I believe. Yeah. But he doesn't make that at the He tower. doesn't make. No, I, no, I don't. Again, I, we're going to find out. Hey, I yeah. don't know all of the lore with that. All I know is that Celebrimbor made, I believe, the Dwarven Rings and the Elven Rings, I think. Definitely the Elven Rings. Do you want to hear? Oh, can we talk about the Dwarven Rings briefly? Go ahead. It's a funny point. Go. So uh, as, we, as we always know, like we know the same thing with the Nine Ring race. That he does it to try to corrupt everyone. Yep. Like he wants, mm. he wants to bring down all those who would oppose him. The Free Peoples. The Free Peoples. Yeah, the Dwarves yeah. being... Mm. Mm-hmm. So seven <clears throat> dwarven rings are made mm. and he thinks, well, here we go, like it's going to corrupt them, it's going to turn them bad. Mm. But in reality, mm. it just makes them 
really, really good miners and they end up becoming really, really rich yeah. and building up their dwarven holes. Oh, my God. And so it builds up these seven dwarven kingdoms because they're like, yeah. oh, mithril, yeah, yeah. they're mining yeah, 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 gemstones, yeah, yeah. arkenstone, yeah. everything, you know, gems of starlight, the yeah, works. Yeah. So just plays into the fact that the Ark and the dwarves, they're, they're the real winners. Here. Yeah. They're- <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, yeah, but I think cool, another point that I'm really interested to see explore and happen. We already spoke about mm. them, but the men of the Southlands, mm. yep. how that all happens, how that builds out. How, how that becomes Mordor. Mordor. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Sauron's return, what I happens wonder, with that blade. I wonder if he's, um, we're going to see the building of his fortress. What's his fortress called again in Mordor? Baradur. Baradur. Mm. Yeah. Because that's an awesome fortress. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if they, we're going to see him build that like in future seasons. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of Dogador. Never mind. Yeah, different. Um, <laughs> I know it's, yeah, different. I know it's different, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, four episodes left, probably not in this season. No, no, no. I don't think so. That would be sick. I we think got time. We've got many we, seasons. we got time. And overall, I think to summarize, mm. I'm very excited. Really That's excited. That's my one word. I'm so excited. I'm happy we're back in Middle Earth. I'm yeah. happy yep. we're seeing some new characters. Yep. Some of them not so good. Mm. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes <laughs> maybe shit. <laughs> um, but for the for the most part, glowing reviews. Very yeah. happy. And I hope on the right track. Games, Game of Thrones it. Yeah. Definitely on the right track. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think sure. completely agree with you. I think, um, again, good to be back. Good to be and, back. And um, <laughs> cannot wait to see what the next four episodes hold and what yeah. the next few seasons hold. And like we said, Absolutely. I mean, there's a bit of plot armor with like, we know the fate of few yeah. characters, but I'm still so keen to see what happens, what happens and yeah. to yeah. see a cinematic version of it. Yeah. With yeah, definitely. a big budget TV show. Big like budget. a lot. Yeah. A lot of people would go, Oh, but we know what happens to him. It's like, mm. I want to see it. But it's, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We've, we've read about it. You can, hear, you can read about it, it yeah. on the pages or in yeah. the wiki, but wait until you see, you know, a billion bucks behind it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. hey, hey. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. That's the stuff I want to see. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Uh, so that is a wrap for the Rings of Power, little first half of season one. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Cinemates, a podcast where a bunch of mates chat about cinema over some drinks. Huge thank you to Nick and Will once again back on the pod. It's great chatting with you. Thanks for having us, Mike. Thanks for having us, Mike. No worries. We'll see you soon. We'll, yeah, we'll see you soon. <laughs> That's it. As always, please let us know what you want to hear about in future episodes by sending us a DM on Instagram or TikTok at Cinemates underscore. Otherwise, we'll catch you for the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Cinemates. Make sure to follow us and leave a review on your chosen streaming platforms. Also, check out our Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube channel for more Cinemates content. In the spirit of reconciliation, we acknowledge Australia's First Nations people as the traditional owners and custodians of the land and pay respect to the Camaragal people of the Eora Nation upon whose country Cinemates is based. We honour the storytelling and culture of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities across Australia. Also, in the spirit of chatting with mates, remember it's always important to check in with those around you. Whether it's friends, family or colleagues, sometimes they may be going through a hard time and chatting with them may reassure them that they aren't alone. If you or anyone you know is ever struggling, call Lifeline on 13 11 14. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.